Welcome to Friday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. I hope this finds you well. Uh, we've made it through another Friday. I'm so excited. Uh, as most of you know, uh, our sons are playing in the state championship football game tomorrow. That's all I can think about. I mean, it's just uh, it's exciting for them, exciting for us, exciting for our, our, all the schools that are involved. Uh, we play Centennial. Uh, obviously, I hope our team wins, but uh, great accomplishment uh, for both teams. Of course, Centennial, a perennial power. I think this is Somebody said to me that they've been here 10 times in 12 years, so uh, we'll have our hand full tomorrow. We'll be down in Tucson at uh, the University of Arizona Stadium. That's where the games are being held, the 4A, 5A, and 6A state football championships. So uh, we're we're actually going to get out of here early today. So if you need to take care of some business, call us, 800-951-0592, the website, uh, Ramon just killing it at allamericangold.com. You get all kinds of news and videos and articles and everything you need to know out there. You can order online. You can listen to the podcast. We got Facebook. We got YouTube. We got Twitter. I mean, we got it all now. I mean, I don't know how to use most of it, but we got it. Uh, the, if you want to learn more about our medals program, you can do that out there as well. Uh where are we going to go to? A lot of things to talk about. So the tax cuts, they didn't vote for it yesterday, but I'm hearing that it's coming very, very soon. Uh, the At least the latest that I saw is that they have, they think they have the votes. Uh, I, somebody said any any time now. So it could, could be uh, while we're on the air, maybe right after we're off the air, but, but they're getting ready at least from what I've been told, they're getting ready to have the vote. Of course, remember, they need at least 50 of the 52 Republicans uh, to, to get it to pass. And they think that they have it. At least that's what is being talked about, that they have it. The holdup from yesterday was the uh, they wanted a provision in the bill that said if these revenues, right? Remember, uh, this is one of those tax cuts where they're not going to pay for it. Uh, but what they are saying is, hey, the, the economy will do better, we'll increase the revenues, and that's how we'll do it. If the revenues don't come in, uh, that they would raise the the taxes, raise them back, I guess. Apparently, uh, that was against the rules. Uh, and really, you think about it, why would that be against the rules? But it was, and so they couldn't put uh, that provision in there. Uh, but but uh, nonetheless, uh, that's what appears is going to happen. Uh, Senate Republicans are confident that they have the votes to pass the tax cuts. Uh, and then, of course, if that happens, we'll talk about exact Because, you know, again, like everything else, we're really not sure <laughs> what's really in the bill. We, 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 we get the headlines, haven't seen a lot of the details, uh, but when we do, we'll, we'll get to that. We did have some economic data out today. Uh, the ISM, that's the uh, Service Manufacturing Index, uh, that uh, that came in less than expected. Uh, construction spending came in better than expected, so kind of a, a push there on those two reports. Uh, and then we had car sales. Car sales for November uh, really uh, came in under expectations. Uh, General Motors and Fiat both reporting, I guess Fiat Chrysler, both reporting sales to 
ninth. Uh, Ford did post a positive number, uh, but I didn't get a lot. I didn't get a lot of the details on uh, it, it, fleet sales and things like that. So I'm not sure if Ford, if Ford beat it because it was uh, the retail customer or if they just had strong uh, delivery to rental cars. Uh, the the one note that was noted in that report is there is record level of 2017 automobiles still on dealer lots. Uh, so expect discounts to continue all through Christmas. Uh, that was really the economic reports that were out uh, today. We're, we're going to talk about the deficit today. Uh, we're going to talk about silver today. Again, I know I can't stop talking about it. It's an absolute screaming buy. We got a great clip from, uh, from CPM uh, talking about their uh, silver price forecast. Uh, the reason why I'm playing it over the last, really, five years, and, and, and maybe, say, ten years, they may, not maybe, they're, they're, they've had the best, right? So when you talk about uh, who who's good at projecting into the future, they've been spot on. I shouldn't say spot on, no one's perfect, but they've been really close to where uh, silver was going to end up. Uh, They're going to update their silver forecast. We're going to do it on the air today. Uh, Listen to what they have to say about where silver is headed. Uh, Then we're we're going to talk about the national debt as well. Uh, $723 billion. Let's just round it up. So caught three quarters of a trillion dollars added to the debt in just 12 weeks uh, as they released yesterday, uh, they released new deficit numbers. We talked briefly about it yesterday, a $100 billion jump in the national debt in a single day. Uh, But that's just kind of, you know, when they got to write big checks, right? When Social Security checks got to go out, Medicare checks got to go out, uh, you get big jumps in the number. Patriot Radio News Hour. Another special coming up. We are the absolute cheapest in the country. Stay tuned. 800 By the way, I don't know what happened. During the during the first segment there, gold was unchanged, and I turned around uh, after the when the commercial break hit. Gold's now up $10, $1,283. Uh, I haven't seen... Uh, the big reason why my guess is this is, and again, uh, with these tax cuts passing, I think this is going to be the sell the rumor, buy the news on gold and silver. Uh, in other words, it, it sold off because, you know, they talked about it once it happened. Uh, this is going to be, again, and it's one of those weird ones where it's a, it's a positive thing for a lot, right? It's positive for the stock market because, you know, right, corporations are going to pay less than taxes. Uh, somehow, again, the sad part is is the baloney that they want to tell you about how somehow you're going to make four grand from that. That's ridiculous. Uh, uh, kind of just like Obamacare and the and the you know it'll keep your doctor, it'll reduce the deficit and all that. Same thing. You're not going to get more money because business got tax cut. Right. The, the bottom line is uh, what they're trying to do. Uh, I, I it really defies logic in my opinion, but. Maybe, maybe this prevents more companies from leaving. Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I think that's probably the best-case scenario. Uh, it, it will allow them to uh, have a 
you know, be more profitable, and so the people that uh, the the rich guys will get richer because of that. Uh, will that lead to any economic growth? Hard, hard for me to believe. You know, we had interest rates at zero for nine years. If that didn't stimulate them to to uh, go out and build factories and build plants and 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 hire on to the workforce, uh, this tax cut won't either. Uh, it, at least that's how I see it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see about the deductions and, and whatnot and all the other stuff. Uh, but enough about that. We'll wait for that. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, the the biggest thing that I really want to focus right now has to be what's happened uh, primarily in the silver market. Uh, right now, silver, by the way, uh, $16.5 right now. So silver... Uh, it, it's up, uh, got all the way down about $16.20 earlier this morning, $16.50 to the ounce. And I've been, I've been telling you, I've been looking at uh, the fundamentals, right? And, and, and yes, is there, is, has Silver Eagle sales fallen? Yes. Has Silver demand, investment demand in the United States fallen? Absolutely. Uh, but one of the things to keep in mind is we had a lot of silver sellers uh, this year. And uh, and on all of you that have been buying silver, you'll notice there's not a lot of 2017s out there. Everything's been backdated. So it's a little misleading. When you look, when we get Silver Eagle sales for 2017, it's going to be a big drop. You know, we were at 50 million ounces last year. Uh, we, my guess is we'll probably be under 20 million. Uh, but a lot of that other that other demand was coming from backdates, which which we normally don't have uh, a lot of backdates available. And this was one of those years that we did. So it's a little misleading there. Uh, but we've been focusing a lot about supply and the fact that uh, silver had a forty. It's going to be somewhere between forty and fifty million ounce decline in supply this year, next year, the year after. Uh, one of the one of the best in the business at forecasting silver was out. We actually have this clip on our website as well. Uh, but Ramon, let's play this clip talking about where silver is headed and why it's headed there uh, with uh, CPM. Your silver outlook comes out in December. I saw a preview uh, of it uh, where you're expecting silver to really rally. It's kind of become... We kind of stopped talking about silver since there hasn't been any action in the metal for quite some time. But as we all know, silver can surprise people and can can break out. You're expecting levels that we haven't seen since 2011. Uh, Let's talk about your bullish case here for silver. Yeah, we actually, you know, we update our 10-year projections, supply, demand, and price every year, at least once a year. And, you know, if you go back a year ago when we released our 2016 uh, projections, we were talking about silver possibly getting up to about $28 an ounce on a annual average nominal price basis, you know, by 2021, 2023. And now what we're saying is we think the price will get around 38 yeah. And the difference is that, you know, there's been some tightening of supply and demand. But what we really did is we tweaked our model. 
Uh, and and the the issue with silver has always been that the silver price is one of the two most volatile commodity prices in the world, and it's very hard to model such volatility as you've actually seen in silver prices. So if you take our supply-demand model and our macroeconomic view of the world, and you say, where do we think silver prices are going to go? It, it solves for about $28 on an annual average basis. But you look at that, and the standard deviation of price changes in those projections is about one-fifth of the historic norm in silver. So if you adjust that to account for the historic volatility of silver, instead of $28, you get $38. And $38 was the annual average price in 2012. So what we're saying is that if you take into account the real world volatility in silver prices, it is quite possible that by 2023, you'll see silver prices average about $38, which is the peak average that you saw in 2012. Let's focus on the supply side of silver, since I've seen very uh, differing uh, numbers when it comes to, you know, whether we have a silver shortage or not. What figures are you seeing? We have shown surpluses in silver since 2006. And, you know, we have done silver research since the 1970s. There are people who have talked about persistent deficits in the silver market, and they're simply wrong. They've been wrong the entire time they've been involved in the silver market. And one of the things you do is if you are trying to do silver market research or any commodity research, you look at surpluses and deficits, and the surplus deficit is calculated as total supply less fabrication demand. If you were trying to promote metal, like certain industry promotional organizations do, then you throw in investment demand so that all of a sudden you can say, oh my God, there's a a deficit. But that's not the way you're supposed to do commodities research analysis. And if you do that, you get these deficits, and then you're surprised when the price doesn't respond. If you do your economic analysis properly, and you keep investment demand as an off-budget item, then you have surpluses, and the price matches your supply-demand analysis almost perfectly which is why we have such a good track record calling silver, gold, platinum, palladium. Jeffrey Christian, thank you so much for your thoughts today. Always a pleasure. Wow. So Jeffrey Christian really, and, and, I, and I, I played it because I still don't get it, where he's talking about why it is that they've been so good at calling the market where everybody else is like, hey, we've got a, a deficit. And and I I still don't understand why investment demand wouldn't be counted. But it, it, I guess it really is a moot point, right? Whether you count it or not count it, what he has basically been saying is the supply of silver is going to be under pressure. Leave investment demand out of it between 2021 to 2023. Okay, so you think about what three to five years. They they are calling for silver to be thirty eight dollars. And one of the things that that he said and he noted, and right, we talk about this all the time when it comes to silver, right? Gold and silver are brothers. Right and, and gold's the older brother, the responsible brother, and, and, and silver, he's the younger brother, and he's a lot more uh, volatile. And he said, you know, we had $28, but 
But he said we had to change it because we know silver, just when you factor in the the volatility, by the way, the second most volatile commodity in the world. I didn't know that either, at least according to them. Uh, That is the the second most volatile metal that he says, hey, you know what, silver's going to, and, you know, and we kind of see this, right? When you, when you break out, you always fly up there. And he says, factor in volatility, yeah, 38 bucks. And, and you know, you think about silver right now, it's $16.50 uh, to the ounce. Uh, it, it's uh, a great time to buy. And I've been on this all year. And you know, I hate silver. I do. <laughs> I know it's hard to say. I hate it, but but I you know you have to own some. And but but it is it is bulky. It is heavy. It's hard, you know, for Wendy and Arlene and Sarah to ship because it's heavy and it's a pain in the butt and all of those other things. But uh, at sixteen dollars and fifty cents, and now they're saying, hey, in the next three to five years, you're going to see thirty-eight dollars. And you're going to see $38 because of what I like to call economics 101. It's supply and demand, and it's supply and demand not counting investment demand, uh, which it makes it even a, a stronger case. Uh, at the beginning of the show, I told you, and we've been doing this now uh, all month long. Well, of course, it's just <laughs> that's easy to say it's, the, it's December the 1st, but for the last 30 days, how many times have I been on the air telling you I've got the cheapest price in the country? I've got it again. Uh, this is an item we have sold this once before, in the and, and partly because they didn't mint it until 2015. Uh, but but this is an item we've only sold it once before. Uh, it is the Canadian polar bear. It is the most favorite rip-off silver coin in the country. And I say that because the, the the companies that, the ones that advertise on TV, the ones that say call for the free report and all of they like to use this coin uh, to rip you off. It is a silver polar bear. Each coin is an ounce and a half. And that's how they get people. They they get them because it's a it's a it's an odd size. They did not mint a ton of these. And that's the other reason. So they're trying to say, hey, that's going to be really collectible, you know, fifty years from now, and it may be. I don't know. And then they charge, you know, sixty and seventy dollars a coin for these. Uh, they come in. They only have. They come in rolls of fifteen coins. So, you know, most silver rolls, you get 20 coins. Each coin's an ounce. Uh, these come in 15. You get 22 and a half ounces of silver in every roll. We sold these once before, and at that time, we were the cheapest price in the country. And we are again, and we are by a huge amount. The cheapest price I could find was $34 a coin. So if you think about $34 a coin, there's 15 in a roll, uh, you're looking at the cheapest price, 510 bucks. I've got 60 rolls. I only have 60. It's just, there's, like I said, they didn't mint a lot of these to begin with. I have 60 rolls, 15 coins in a roll. 
They're four hundred and thirty-five dollars. I'm seventy-five dollars a roll less than the very cheapest price I could find. And by the way, that price, silver's moved up twenty cents since then, and I have news of why. Uh, this is just breaking. So I told you, gold's now up fifteen at twelve hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Uh, silver. Uh, is up about ten cents right now, sixteen dollars and fifty-two cents now for an ounce of silver. Uh, the the big news is that uh, there's going to be testimony uh, in the I guess the I guess for lack of a better term the Russia investigation. Uh, General Flynn has pleaded guilty. Uh, in this Robert uh, Mueller investigation, and the word is, is he is going to testify uh, about Trump. I don't know what that means. I think people are speculating that there may be something there. I don't know. Uh, but that is the reason the Dow, by the way, down 300 points right now. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. After spending millions of dollars on his 15-lawyer dream team, special counsel Robert Mueller indicted Paul Manafort in October, primarily for failing to file paperwork that many Democrats also failed to file. Indeed, a group co-founded by Hillary Clinton's top advisor, John Podesta, failed to timely file the same paperwork that Manafort allegedly overlooked. Yet, Mueller did not indict anyone in Podesta's group or anyone opposed to Trump. The American people elected Donald Trump as president after he promised to prosecute Hillary for her apparent corruption. But now it's Hillary's side that is bilking the American taxpayers to lock up Trump supporters. Many innocent people are being forced to spend enormous legal fees to defend against the out-of-control Mueller, who is acting like an independent federal prosecutor, even though that law was terminated in 1999. There was nearly unanimous consensus after abuses by independent federal prosecutors in the 1980s and 90s that such spectacles should not recur. Yet, Mueller apparently has carte blanche to pursue President Trump and his supporters. Mueller was installed merely as a special counsel to look into possible interference by Russia in the 2016 election. Instead, he has acted without accountability or real oversight in going far beyond the outer limits of his charter. Nothing in Mueller's indictment of Manafort has a shred of evidence connecting President Donald Trump or his administration to the unusual charges against Manafort, which relate to activities predating his involvement with Trump's campaign. What justifies giving Mueller a blank check on the U.S. Treasury to engage in such a partisan, one-sided witch hunt against persons rather than any real crimes that would be within Mueller's authorization? The real purpose of Mueller's bizarre indictment of Manafort is not to end lobbying on behalf of foreign interests, which is rampant in D.C., but to intimidate former and current Trump officials into playing ball with Mueller's war against Trump. Already, many potential targets of Mueller's one-sided investigation are being pushed to the brink of bankruptcy by having to hire $1,000 per hour attorneys simply to defend themselves against alleged crimes that never happened. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Do you like what you see at the Trump White House? Will President Trump continue to advance conservative ideals? 
At phyllisschlafly.com, you gain complete access to Phyllis Schlafly Eagles news updates and commentaries and can track our work on Capitol Hill. Go online often to phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Sometimes it happens. We'll change course. Uh, Gold's up 15. Uh, Silver has made a big move up about 35 cents from the bottom this morning uh, as uh, Michael Flynn is going to be pleading guilty uh, in willfully and knowingly making false, fictitious, and fraudulent statements to the FBI about conversations with a Russian ambassador. Uh, that's kind of the headline. Uh, what I'm reading, it doesn't appear that this is going to affect the, the president, uh, at least from what, and this is early, but they're saying this does not lead back to Trump. Uh, because of he was charged with making false statements, not charged for any improper actions during the campaign. Uh, but nonetheless, the Dow is down uh, 300 points uh, right now uh, in lieu of, of Michael Flynn pleading guilty uh, to making false statements to the FBI. So I'm sure we'll get a whole weekend of... Uh, <laughs> of more. It's the Russians. The Russians did it uh, all weekend long. But nonetheless, uh, that's what the market is doing today. But forget about all that. Again, more noise. It really doesn't matter. Guilty, not guilty. It it doesn't matter. Tax cut, no tax cut. It doesn't matter. Kind of like when when you hear uh, what Jeffrey Christian said about silver price. That matters. And, And it matters uh, because when you start looking at uh, whether whether it's Bitcoin, the technology behind the Bitcoin, what we learned from the Federal Reserve about uh, the amount of work that is being put in or, or at least being studied when it comes to uh, cryptocurrencies. And, 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 of course, we talk about the debt. And, and remember, I just said we added $750 billion in 12 weeks. Now, a lot of that was catch up from the pause. By the way, next week the debt ceiling—we hit the debt ceiling again. Uh, I, who knows what's going to happen? I, I, I think that uh, a lot of crazy things have come out. Fed Governor Bullard out today, warning about an inverted yield curve, meaning that he thinks in 2018 there's a very good chance. With the Federal Reserve raising rates that the 10-year note isn't going to react, and that you could see, you know, a seven-year and five-year, maybe even two-year notes yielding more than a 10-year, which I I don't know if that's ever happened, uh, but according to to Bullard, could very well happen, and you start thinking about all of the uh, financial ramifications and all of the financial engineering uh, and you need to be prepared. And, and today, uh, just super proud of, of what we're able to do. This is why we've been here this long. When you come out and you come out and say, listen, nobody can touch us, and no one can touch us by 5 bucks a coin on, on a coin that's $29, that's saying something. Uh, 
You know, and I, I did the math, so if you want to put a pen to a paper to it, uh, the these are the Canadian polar bears. They're an ounce and a half, and those of you that bought them last time, man, they are, they really are awesome. I mean, the Canadians do a great job. They're their coins, these things are magnificent. They really, really are. And I don't know if they if they put uh, some extra sheen on it, but they, I mean, they're almost mirror-like. I mean, they, they really are impressive. They do a great job with it. They're an ounce and a half a piece. They come 15 in a roll. You get 22 and a half ounces in a roll. It works to works out to nineteen dollars and thirty three cents. Uh, to the ounce, and 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 you're talking about about two dollars and eighty cents over spot, which all of you know for a government hallmark material, that's really inexpensive. Uh, you know, you look at uh, uh, one ounce silver eagles, uh, they're three and a half dollars over spot, so you're 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 seventy cents below that. The cheapest, the cheapest price anybody else has. Is twenty two dollars and sixty six cents an ounce. I'm three dollars and thirty three cents an ounce less than anybody in the country. Uh, they're sixty rolls. They're four hundred and thirty five dollars a roll. And I'll, I'll tell you this: I'll have them delivered before Christmas. So if you want to give them as a Christmas present to your husband or your wife, if you've got, if your if your spouse is a silver lover, as you know, as you know, they're out there, right? And, and they're, you know, it's so funny is is I think the silver guys are a little crazier than the gold guys, right? You know? <laughs> and that's just, of course, you know, me being a gold guy, I want to believe that. Maybe it's probably not true, but it sounds really good. Uh, so if you want to give them a great pres- Christmas present. At a at a fantastic price, uh, this is the time to do it. Four hundred and thirty-five dollars a roll. That's seventy-five dollars less than anybody in the country. If you order this stuff from the guys on TV, yeah, you're going to pay about eight hundred and seventy, nine hundred dollars a roll. Uh, that's I mean that's that's why we're here. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 is the toll-free number. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk, and we've done a lot of shows in the last few days about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And really, the the real need here is simple. And, and, and again, I'm not smart enough to know exactly how it's going to work. But the Federal Reserve note is coming to an end. It is. It's just part of life. That's what fiat money does. This is why our founding fathers didn't want to to have you be stuck with it. Because, you see, they knew. And, you know, it's funny. If they did a better job of teaching history in school, maybe this wouldn't happen. You know, when they talk about, uh, and, I, and I've done this a bunch of times, talking about the Boston Tea Party. Right and taxation without representation. That's not yes. They threw the tea over the you know into the bay. Yes, they dressed up like Indians. Yes, they were upset about the tax. But really, what the 
best is they were they had told the colonists hey we don't want you dealing in silver and gold we want you to use script and then they were all they all went to the script and then they said you know what ah the script is worthless nobody will take it anymore right and that's really what set them off it, it, it's exactly kind of like what's happening now, just a little bit different. This script, the Federal Reserve note, remember what, what we quoted Philadelphia Fed President Hacker. Listen, that paper that's in your wallet, that's in your pocket, we call it money, but it's not. Page of Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. 49 rolls of polar bears. 435 $19.30, the cheapest price in the country. And, you know, remember we were, we sold those graded uh, 61s and 62s that we were cheaper by uh, like 3 or $4 on, on a almost $700 coin. I'm $5 less than anywhere on a $29 coin. That, if if we don't sell out, I'll be so disappointed. I, I, we shouldn't have any left now. This is, and especially when you think about, you know, arguably, when you talk about the the best silver court, and I'll call it, I mean, maybe they're lucky, you know, but over the last five years, CPM has really done a nice job in predicting where the silver price is going to be. This earlier in the show, we played you the clip. They've revised. They had a $28 target. Part of why I've been telling everybody to get some. Because I'm like, you know, hey, in three years, three, five years, 28 bucks, yeah, you know, it's a great opportunity. Now they came out today and said, yeah, every year we update. $38 now. for Somewhere between uh, 19... Uh, 2021 to 2023 now calling for silver to hit $38 an ounce. Uh, so today we have the silver polar bears and and uh, just oh by the way you know the other weird thing they have an $8 face value on these uh, an $8 face value they're an ounce and a half there's 15 in a roll you get you end up with 22 and a half ounces of silver in the roll uh they're 435 dollars a roll so you get 15 coins in the roll 435 dollars a roll 75 dollars less than that's less than the cheap guys the expensive guys were like over 400 dollars less per roll uh 800 951 Zero five nine two. I'll tell you what I'll do as well. If you want to put it on a credit card, I'm going to let you do it. Uh, and let me just tell you what that price will be. Hold on a second here. I got to get my fingers to work. Uh, let's say you know what? Uh, I'll give you a good deal. Uh, add an extra five bucks on the roll. So if you want to use your your Visa, your Mastercard, your Amex, your Discover. Add five dollars to it, uh, so four hundred in. Uh, what what was that? Four forty, four forty, hun. Yeah, four hundred forty dollars if you want to put it on a credit card. Four thirty-five without the credit card. Eight hundred nine five one zero five 
800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. And if you order it today, you'll have it before Christmas. Uh, but we are talking before the break of why. Why is this all happening? Why, why are we talking about uh, cryptocurrencies? And, and why is it uh, that, that uh, we're talking about the, the Federal Reserve note coming to an end? And the answer really is simple as death. Lawmakers trying to put together the tax bill, which is going to uh, re- add to the deficit. Uh, you know, the, the, the number they talk about, add another $1.5 trillion or $150 billion a year to the debt. Uh, the debt has jumped $723 billion in the last three or 12 weeks. The debt ceiling will be hit next week again. Uh, right now, the debt stands at, and I'm going to round it a little bit, dollars $20, It's at 105% of GDP. And here's something that I thought was really interesting. So remember what they said the debt was for fiscal 2017. Okay, They said the debt was, what, $666 billion. And, I, and I've tried to educate, you know, that's the fake number. But here's something that I found very interesting. Since November of 2011, okay, so that's six years, okay? November 2011, November through November 2017, the gross national debt has jumped 40% or $5.8 trillion. Now, I know I only went to public school, okay? But that's six years. 5.8 divided by six, okay, is $966,666, you know, every year. And I'm thinking over that time period, we have not even come close to them even saying we've run a trillion dollars of debt. Right, they, they. I think what was it? 2014. They said it was like 430 billion, but yet the gross number. We've been adding a trillion dollars a year to the debt since 2011, and now we're getting ready to really ramp up. And I told you those were good years. 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015 were the good years. Every year. And really, it started last year, but every single year, from 2017 to 2027, the debt jumps hundreds of billions of dollars a year. And forget about tax cuts, okay? Forget about uh, you know any type of increased revenue or, or any type of recession or economic growth. Forget about it. It doesn't matter. In 2011, the gross national debt was about, what, uh, 90% of GDP were at 105. I remember before the quote-unquote recession hit, the gross national debt was about 60% of GDP. Now we're at 105% of GDP. 
and the big stuff hasn't even come yet. And just something to think about. 800-951-0592. Pick up those polar bears. We'll be back. Final segment on a Friday. Okay, this is starting to make a little more sense. Uh, they're saying now that if you're just joining us, uh, the Dow is down. Right now it's actually off its lows. It was down 300, down 225 points, 230 points. Uh, as word is that uh, Michael Flynn, he was the at the time uh, the national security advisor in the Trump administration uh, under indictment is is going to plead guilty in the uh, I guess the FBI lying to the FBI about the contact with the Russians uh, and I again I couldn't understand what the big deal was uh, apparently. People believe that he is going to testify that Donald Trump told him to meet with the Russians. I don't know if that's actually truthful or not, uh, but that was at least, I think, what has got the the, the market worried about it. Uh, uh, and again, all of this is is subject to Hampton's uh, uh, circumstance as far as this is all breaking. I guess we'll know when he finally comes out. Uh, but that's what kind of got everything uh, cattywampus, if you will. I've always wanted to use that word, cattywampus, in the in the market today. Michael Flynn is going to plead guilty uh, to lying to the FBI about a meeting with a Russian ambassador. Uh, people are speculating, uh, the market speculating, uh, that Flynn may testify that Donald Trump is the one that told him uh, to take the meeting. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, but nonetheless has the Dow down 240 points. The S&P is down uh, 29. The Nasdaq's down uh, almost 100 points. Gold's up uh, $13, $1,286. Silver, uh, $16.50. Again, the reason why we've been in business this long uh, today is another one of those examples, and I know it's the holiday time and it's Friday and all of these things, but uh, uh, the U.S. or the U.S. the Canadian polar bears. Uh, this is a 2015. They, it's a series. Uh, they they limit a small amount of ounce and a half coins. I think they've got a wolf and a polar bear, and uh, and I'm not sure what the other. I think they've made. They made, they made two or three of these, but the polar bear is the one that we have. $435 a roll. That's 22 and a half ounces of silver. Each coin is an ounce and a half. They have an $8 face value. All of that's nice. We are the cheapest price in the country by $5 a coin. Uh, cheaper than anybody in the country by by more than three dollars an ounce, uh, and that's not. And these are the cheap ones. I'm, you know, the 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 inexpensive dealers. You go, you order from these guys on TV. This they love to put these. By the way, these are IRA eligible coins. They love to put these in the IRAs. I've had people calling me and in all year and saying, "Oh, I paid sixty eight dollars right right for these coins." So. Uh, nonetheless, just a great opportunity. Uh, anytime you're buying government hallmarked products, 
right? Because the laws get really stiff if you try to counterfeit government hallmark stuff. That's that's why uh, you don't get a lot of fakes in the government stuff. Paying less than three dollars an ounce in silver over spot is just a great opportunity. Uh, they're four hundred thirty-five dollars a roll at eight hundred. 9510592 if you order them today we'll have them before christmas everybody take care enjoy the rest of your weekend we're going to go down to tucson 